there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast. Presented by Sports Unlimited. With your hosts, Morgan Adsit and Rocco DeSangro. What's going on, everybody? Rocco and Morgan back for a brand new edition of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. Uh, We're talking Ravens, Odell Beckham, an offseason splash for the Ravens, (laughs) and one at the receiver position that really hasn't been done here in Baltimore in some time. How that affects Lamar Jackson, we're talking draft, and Grayson Rodriguez making his debut at Camden Yards in front of the home crowd. Uh, Get those gas-em-up shirts ready. So, Morgan, let's start off with the OBJ news. The Ravens go out. Uh, we we thought that potentially they were going to go after a receiver. They they went after Nelson Aguilar, and then they go and get Odell Beckham Jr. And a lot of the fan base, they've been wanting this move to happen. It was Odell Beckham. It was DeAndre Hopkins, one of those guys. But while it's a solid signing, I think, it's, it's for a year, um, upwards of $18 million, that's what his contract could be worth. With guaranteed money. Yeah, it's pricey. And this is a guy who hasn't played a full season since 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, two ACL injuries, it's high risk. And I think it's high reward as well if he pans out, but it is a risky signing right now for them. It's very interesting. It's very uncharacteristic. Uh, I don't want to say it's an overreach right now because, you know, maybe he has had more than a year to recover from this ACL. Wasn't really setting the world on fire with the Rams before it happened, but had a really good postseason, was having a really good Super Bowl until it happened against the Bengals when the Rams won that two years ago. So it's just it's it's 15 million, 15 million guaranteed. And you have so many other needs. And you also have the people think on the cheap with what you offered Lamar Jackson. So money is there. Money can be created. And they're kind of in this hole. But also, like, you can't have it both ways, right? You can't slam the Ravens. And again, you can say whatever you want about the coaching staff, even general manager Eric Costa. Yes, they make these deals and make these things happen, but they're not the ones saying the money, right? It, it all comes from the top. So it all comes from the ownership and Steve Bishotti and how much money they want to pay for anything. And then there's a salary cap and you have to follow it. So you can want a lot of things. You just can't afford a lot of things. But for a fan base to completely flip like into a positive way with this signing to me is extremely intriguing. I just find it very interesting. It's extremely out of characteristic. It's a lot of money for an aging wide receiver who is coming off major surgery twice to the same knee. He also has an ankle surgery in his past. And I'm not saying he's by no, he's not out of his prime. He's just 30. So I think there's still a lot left. It's a personality. It's a splash. It's a sell jerseys kind of guy if it works out. I don't think he's a number one. I think that's why he came to the Ravens. I think the New York Jets was the true destination that he wanted. And there's been reports, and we know that OBJ, like these reports are coming from him to ESPN, which is great. But Aaron Rodgers thing's not even done yet. But I think that was his true number one team. But he was not going to be a number one there. Probably not even number two. And I don't think $15 million was on the table. I think it was more like the fives to the eights type range. But 
I mean, hey, you can't say they didn't spend money on a big-named wide receiver, whether they've got it or whether it's going to pan out. Yeah, and with OBJ, uh, reports said that he gave the Jets a chance to match the Ravens' offer. And they and probably the laughed. Like, yeah, 15 million. probably did. That's a lot of money for one year for a guy that is now 30 that hasn't Who's had a 1,000-yard one. receiving season since 2019, which happened to be with Todd Munkin, the off- uh, you know, the offensive coordinator for the Ravens now. So it'll be cool to see those two reunited it'll be interesting to see if Munkin can really tap into OBJ's true potential Mm -hmm. again but 30 years old he's not getting any better with age I'm sorry no it's not on his side older you're you're just gonna kind of decline unless you're Tom Brady yeah or or, yeah (laughs) totally different positions bottle of uh, fine red wine (laughs) yeah but it's tough but for the Ravens I feel like this was a reach to try to get Lamar Jackson to stay and I'm really not sure if that's still going to happen in doing so. Like, he could be catching passes from Tyler Huntley next season. But, right. I For mean, $15 they, million, I don't think he cares. No, I don't think he cares That either. didn't factor into it. I think he was going to sign regard, Like, money's yes. there. Why wouldn't you? Money's there. It doesn't matter. You're getting paid. Yep. One, one year, year you get – it's 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 a win-win for – OBJ because it's you're getting 15 million for one year whether it pans out or not it's one year 15 million if you do really well imagine what your next contract's going to be oh yeah and OBJ and Lamar were, were seen partying together the in friends. Miami yeah they had the welcome OBJ and Lamar sign saw that I think somebody was, like was doing something else in front of them at that club yeah yeah so, it's a little smoky in there <laughs> <laughs> so you had that you had Lamar facetiming OBJ posting yep. that to a story basically saying like welcome to Baltimore mm-hmm. But Lamar still wants his bag, too. If Lamar was truly... All of his things he said that have became public since it's kind of gotten ugly. His goodbye tweets. It didn't say anything about, you haven't done anything for me as an offense. You haven't gotten me a coordinator that I wanted. You haven't gotten me targets that I wanted. None of the things that's come out of his mouth or that he's put on social media have said those things. It was about the money. The Ravens did not value what he has his market set at. Well, I think he's learning his market and the ugly side of the business of not wanting to reset the market. None of that's working in his favor. That that probably is the market for him. 32.4 million franchise tag, take it or leave it. And if you don't take it, then you're not getting anything. You're sitting out. So it still can play that way. And I think if that was truly why he was done with the Ravens, asked for a trade, said his goodbye to the fan base was money, this does not change his money. Now, does it make him say, well, Nobody's coming with an offer sheet. The Ravens are not trading me. I don't want to sit out and not play a whole season. That's not a good look. And it's missing out on $32.4 million. Well, okay, maybe this is the best thing I have to do and just kind of suck it up and play a year and, and maybe like you know have some apologies and some hugs and get some water under the bridge because this is personal. It's become personal. Don't act like it's not and that that won't affect the season. But I'm not saying it can't go away. Money changes everything. But, but having a signing like this, it is kind of maybe an olive branch for the Ravens of like, we just got you like one of the best free agents that are is on the market, and we spent fifteen million on him. I would agree. The wide receiver room it looks much different. They, they have, have an a thousand yard wide receiver. Yeah. Finally, they have Odell. They have Bateman. Hopefully, a hundred percent healthy this season. Nelson Aguilar. I mean, don't knock that signing now. It's a good spot. Everyone was Playmaker, knocking that signing yeah. big time when it happened because they didn't have OBJ at that right, point. Right, right, right. Now that wide receiver room, it's looking a little better, mm-hmm. much better um, than it did last season. I mean. Lamar was thrown to plumbers basically towards the end of the year. No offense to those. I mean, I mean, seriously, like, come on now. Like those guys were. Lamar wasn't throwing to him. Tyler Huntley was. <laughs> Lamar and Tyler Huntley. Like, Lamar didn't, didn't play the end of the year, just like the no, year before. Yeah, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he wasn't throwing to like these top tier guys at all. And 
it's you, you look at the receiver room and it's it's a much better look for fans. He's got the offensive coordinator. And you said the olive branch, and I completely agree with that. It's like, all right, if you play this season under the non-exclusive franchise tag, if that does happen, let's see what you can do then. We got you more weapons. We got you a new offensive coordinator. We got you a guy that is going to maybe unlock your potential like he did with Odell Beckham, and Mm -hmm. you could throw the ball a little bit more. So all these things for Lamar, like it's there. But if it's about the money, I mean, we're going to see. That's not changing. Exactly. It's, it, I mean, it is about the money, and, and that's not going to change at all. I just think this puts a tremendous amount of – it didn't start this way with bad intentions, and I totally support a player getting their value and them getting these guaranteed contracts as a violent sport that doesn't really take care of them. It's certainly when they're not playing anymore. It definitely doesn't take care of them. I, I have I see no fault in, in wanting that and, and agreeing that Lamar Jackson is a top 10 quarterback. I'm, not, I'm still not putting him top five for passer, but as a playmaker, play threat, yes, top five. I don't – disagree with how he went about things and what he wants I do think he's made it harder on himself unintentionally the offer sheets aren't coming in you asked for a trade that became public you dropped it when your head coach was doing a press conference for the owners meeting like I mean that was a little bit of an ambush and then now what are you going to do You've got the tag or nothing. They've gotten you a new offensive coordinator. You have a new tool in Odell Beckham Jr., Nelson Aguilar, like you mentioned. I really think Rashad Bateman is like the man. I think he's a number one receiver. I've seen so many glimpses of it during training camp. We even saw it week one last season. He just has to stay healthy. But don't give up on him. I do think he's a true talent. And and I think he's got the personality to be a number one as well. I do hope that pans out. I like that draft pick. I stand by it. When you see him in person, he's just different, especially at training camp. But you got to stay on the field. I would agree. So I he's got agree. all these things. And he's asked for so much. You've got, you've got a season. You've got a season to stay healthy. You've got a season to prove that you're the 18, 19, 20 Lamar, not the 21, 22 Lamar. And what are you going to do? Like the value could be going up, it could be going down. I, I just think this is such an incredibly tricky situation, and if he truly, wherever he plays this year, even more so with the Ravens, there's a tremendous amount of pressure on him. Whether he feels that or not, it's going to be there. And hopefully we get some more clarity and some answers tomorrow. We're recording this on a Wednesday. Odell Beckham yeah. Jr. is getting set to get introduced in a 1 p.m. press conference in Owings Mills with John Harbaugh, uh, GM Eric DaCosta, and, and himself. So they could shut down all the Lamar questions like they did with the pre-draft press conference. But these are answers that people want to know. How much was Lamar involved in getting you to Baltimore? 100%. Do you believe that Lamar will be the one throwing you passes? Has he told you he's playing? What has he said about that? What have the conversations been like? Mm -hmm. I mean, along those lines, like if you're Odell Beckham Jr., like you said, you don't care because you got potentially $18 million in your lap, 15 mil of that guaranteed. It's like, I'd play for any team for that. You don't have to catch a single pass. He doesn't have to do anything. Exactly. You're making 15 mil this year for one year of football. At the worst. At the worst. So those are answers. Like, they cannot cannot shut this thing down tomorrow and say, like, no Lamar. Like, the Lamar questions need to be asked, and the Ravens, you know, PR team needs to let that happen. I'm sorry. It'll be interesting how it does happen and how Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, he's media savvy. He's media friendly. No one markets himself better, and it's worked out for him. I mean, he started in a huge media market in New York. He knows the animal. He knows the beast. He knows how to feed it. He knows how to spin it his way. He knows how to get $15 on a one-year deal when people are really uncertain what you're going to do. He's done that all for himself. He's genius in that way. But if he doesn't answer the questions about those things that you mentioned, that's tricky because just like the pre-draft presser, Lamar Jackson affects the NFL draft and Lamar Jackson affects 
if you're going to be quarterback or not for this signing. Exactly. And he affects this signing regard. Yeah, regardless. Yeah. Like you said, like it's, I don't know. I just want answers. I want I want to hear like what the deal is with this guy, like what they're doing with him. Are they thinking about trading him still? What's on the table? Not like don't beat around the bush There's anymore. There's so much like, fatigue. I'm, yeah, it's I just know. Like, and it, and it gets, I'm t- I'm tired. Of, like I'm tired of just like yeah. It's been two. It's been two years really ramped up this off season, and it could be another year. They can tag if he plays this year for him. They can tag him again next year. Same conversations about. The off-season contract talk, same dodging the questions of him not saying anything, same amount of speculation. It's like at some point, what's the number? What's the ask? What is it? Because even the 133 million for three years guaranteed that wasn't good enough. That still makes me scratch my head because that was before we knew what the top five money was for certain going to be and what the salary cap was going to be, and that was like 43 million a year. I don't know how you beat that. I don't know either. It's just. Like I mean, I said, everything goes up, but it's frustrating. It's like you have another down year. What? Sign the guy or move on. What if he's hurt week four? Yep. Doesn't do much. Hurt week four. That's that's again that goes into that pressure thing. I don't think. I think he had a. It's again. It's the business side of it. It's ugly. Like you're not going to beat the billion dollar owners. You're just not. And the way that it's going, they want these guaranteed contracts. And you can point to Cleveland, to Sean Watson, all you want, but that is a one-time outlier. That is not going to happen. The owners don't want to let it happen again. No. And would you if you ran a business? No. no. If you don't have to, if that's not. not the model. If you're not the NBA, I want to be in control you're not MLB, you're not NHL. Exactly. I want to be in control of the signing. I don't want, if a quarterback gets hurt week two, I don't want to have to pay him yeah. all this money for weeks, you know, the rest of his career potentially. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, I don't know. It's... Fatigue is a good times. word. It, and if any... they don't trade him before the draft, and if they don't take a quarterback, then he doesn't show up for OTAs. He doesn't show up for mandatory minicamp because he doesn't have to show up to any of those. He doesn't even have to show up at training camp. He doesn't sign the offer sheet. Then what Then what are we looking at? You got a new offensive coordinator. You got new tools on offense, and you're behind. And don't act like that doesn't matter because it does. You need the yep. reps. Just in a weird position here in Baltimore as far as the Ravens go. I mean, so... it, it, the, fan, the fan base flip, like, like is – I mean, it is an interesting question. I don't believe it. I think for $15 million, that makes a lot of decisions happen. And if you feel like the team's not valuing your money and that's not changing, I don't know how you flip on that. But really, is this Odell Beckham Jr., a 30-year-old who didn't play last year, who didn't do a full season the year before that, was good at the tail end and during the Super Bowl. He's coming off his second ACL. He's already had ankle issues. Is he the savior? Is he the savior? of the franchise by this signing it's crazy it's going to change a lot and it could change how the Ravens approach the draft in a few weeks do they go receiver now at 22 do they go cornerback do they go edge do they go something completely different do they try to trade up and get a quarterback um honestly Morgan like what's your gut feeling right now because they could go receiver heavy they could draft the best player available oh is, I think that still stands taking taking away the best player available like what is Eric DaCosta John Hart you know what are these guys going to do what would you do with the 22nd pick now getting Odell Beckham Jr getting a former number one receiver in the league um adding him adding Aguilar Bateman's healthy what do you do at 22 achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with bite clear aligners just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking what's your secret 
Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, you, you. gotta think, <laughs> me, yeah. I still would go with my board. Like, I would build it how they build it, and you don't you don't get desperate. You, you're you thinking, I got this guy for five years, and anybody after him, I got him for four years. Like, we're, you know, they're going to be, you have to think that way, and you can't just necessarily draft for need. I mean, obviously, there are holes that need to be filled. I think it's corner, but I think if you've got three wide receivers ranked higher than your corner on your draft board, you go receiver. Odell Beckham Jr. joining this team, he's not a number one. That does not change if they have the best player available at 22, a wide receiver. To me, that does not change. You take the wide receiver. You take the Zay Flowers. You take the the Quentin Johnstons. Mm -hmm. Addison, I forget his first name for USC. Jordan, yeah, Yeah. you take him. But if cornerback is what you have higher, then that's a win-win. Because that $15 million, some of that could have been split in half and given Marcus Peters. Yeah, no, absolutely. And receiver-wise, like maybe a young receiver could learn in a room with Bateman, with Odell, even if it's for one year. And you if hope he, that's and if he stud, only though, pans right? out for one year and you don't extend him and you let him walk after one year, then you have the future potentially in a Zay yeah. Flowers, in an Addison, mm-hmm. in a Johnston. If Jackson Smith and Jigba, he falls <laughs> from Ohio State, yeah. that's a big name Huge. that Ravens fans would love. I mean, and... I completely understand why he was a playmaker at Ohio State. That's like wide receiver, you know. Yeah, yeah. They're they're just feeding wide receivers out of Ohio State. State, Just just not quarterbacks. Go blue. Yeah, there you go. (laughs) But yeah, interesting to see what they do. do. I still would, you know. Those are the two biggest needs. But don't be surprised if there's a defensive lineman there. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. They need that depth. You can never go wrong with that. That's how you can create a better, you know, edge rush, pass rush is still through plugging through the middle like that. What would I do? It depends on who's there. If it's well, yeah, yeah between. Yeah. But if if there's like if JSN from Ohio State's sitting there, you got to go with him. Yeah. But if it's between like him and Banks, and like Banks is a dog, yeah, and he's a hometown kid. Great story. Like, and I'm not saying like Ravens. While that's like a feel good story, like they're not drafting a guy for a feel good story. They could care less where they're from or mm-hmm. what program they played with. If they have the intangibles, the measurables, all that stuff, like, and they really like them, they're going to take them no matter what. Like, if it's Banks or like someone that could help the team better, they're going to go with someone who helps yeah. the team better. Sorry, Maryland. It's just yeah. like, you know, well, what no, it is. I mean, what are you going to do? It's not, you're not built, you're not in business with Maryland. I mean, yeah. you're in business to make your team better. Here's what's going to happen if they don't deal Lamar before the draft, which who knows? Even during the draft, Marquise Brown, oh my God, on a plane at Arizona already, landed in Phoenix having fun. If that doesn't happen before, it's so I don't think it's quarterback. Could quarterback come later, like someone to develop, like the Tyrod Taylors that they mentioned? Yes. They're going to trade back. 22s have become 25. You're saying they are going to trade back a thousand percent, you yes. think, or they're going to trade back if, if they still have Jackson and have not dealt him for more draft picks? Obviously, if they do that, they're going to take a quarterback in the top five. If they are sitting at 22 on the clock, they're trading back to 25, 26-ish. They're getting more picks, and they're still going to get the person or persons, the you know, the people that they feel like are the four best players that are still kind of around then. They're going to Hayden Hurst us and trade oh, yeah. back a couple times before they take that first rounder. I saw, I saw a mock. I think it was from The Athletic, and it was picks for that fourth and not 
not Lamar at all. Like, it was like trading up. Yeah, it was. What were they getting rid of? Queen? Their first? No, it was just picks. It was like a, a first this year, I think a future second, a future first, and another pick for that number four pick. And taking a quarterback? Taking Anthony Richardson. Oh, yeah. And I'm like. That's a lot. Yeah. And then you still have Lamar. Exactly. Like what So it, do you deal him then later and then you use those picks? And later then his on the draft? and then his value yeah. continues to go down because it's like, all right, you guys have a quarterback already. That's a like, hot take on a mock. I like it though. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, love I do. Anthony Richardson. Yeah. If you're done with this, Lamar's done with you. He's already said it. Yeah. Again, money changes everything. Maybe Od- Odell Beckham Jr. changes some things. Which I kind of hate. Which I hate that money changes everything. Oh, because, it like, totally does. But I get it. I get it. Yeah. This league's a business and you got to first. In life. Like, and, and fans fans will get disgruntled and upset. But like, first things first in any job, in any field, like, you got to fend for yourself first and feed your family. And yeah, Lamar can feed his family with the money he's making I right don't know now. if you can really stretch 32 points. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to make what you believe you're valued and if he believes he's valued more than he's making right now like all power to him go do your thing but you know it takes a team to pay you and right now doesn't look like there's a team willing to pay you right now yeah exactly but the anthony richardson thing i mean that would be wild i i assume that would be a trade for the colts you take him at fourth if he's there but i mean that's someone that doesn't really change your your offensive philosophy as far as like you know, dual threat, just as dangerous with his legs, stronger arm, in my opinion, at a younger Freaking age. unbelievably strong. Unbelievably talented, yes, but way better cannon. arm right now immediately coming out of college. I don't know about the accuracy, but he's got a cannon for sure. Oh, yeah. Everyone says, like, great things. And, again, you got him for five years on the cheap. You just did that with someone were, else. They were comparing him to Josh Allen, like – with the arm strength, run, yeah, his arm strength, like he's just was like, his accuracy like Josh Allen though, because that was kind of a mess coming out of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's it worked th- out fine, but some, that was the big knock. He threw on him. some dots in college, yeah. But let's see how that translates mm-hmm. to the next level. It's much different. You're playing against NFL oh, corners, so much not, different. No, no knock against SEC corners; they're some of the best of the best. But when you get in there with yeah. like grown men <laughs> and you're throwing against them, it's a little different. It totally is. All right, final thing we're going to touch on: Grayson Rodriguez, yeah. home debut, Camden Yards, uh, pretty cool for him. Crowd wasn't nearly what I thought it would be. It was kind of disappointing. It was a Tuesday. But it was, yeah, exactly. It was a Tuesday. Not going to knock Birdland for that. It's mm-hmm. early in the season. It is what it is. But uh, he, he saw his struggles. He was, yep. he was really good at times. Um, his fastball was touching 99. His yeah. slider was filthy. Breaking ball was nice. Um, Jesus Aguilar struck, couldn't figure him out. out <laughs> struck him out three times, like three Ks against him. And uh, it was cool to be able to do that on his T-shirt night, too. It was cool that the O's, you know, set, set it up that way, and, and that kind of happened. But um, just a surreal moment for him. Camden Yards, he called it a dream come true to be able to stand on the pitcher's mound at right. Camden Yards, look out, and, and kind of see that view because not many people get to do that in their lifetime. And uh, yeah. he's 23 years old being able to do that. It's pretty cool stuff for him. I think it was solid. I don't like afterwards when it's like yeah he's gonna get another start it's like no he's here to stay you brought him up he's been through so much right you're first of all he's before the rebuild this is Dan Duquette 2018 you're a first rounder out of high school already a tremendous load of pressure you have the COVID non-season happen with you you have the COVID havesy messed up still even worse for minor leaguers season happen to you and then your lights out Probably should have been called up sooner, but then when it's finally about to be there, you're injured last year. And then, to his own doing, doesn't have a strong camp. They say that publicly. He's not on the opening day roster. You have an injury. and Oh, hey, you're here now. Yep. 
I don't think he should have been called up. I, I agree. With everything that went into it. You know, like, put him on the opening day roster, just shrug it off as he's got his stuff. Like, you know, spring wasn't as great as where we want it, but we like him, la, 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 do all that. But I don't, especially after his first start in Norfolk, I don't think he should have been the one called up right now when it's a short-term solution just because of all the jerking around. The jerking around to get him there and then the the mind F, as I said last week, <laughs> of you're, you're not good enough to be on the opening day roster yet. This is this is surprising us. Didn't expect it, says Michael Elias, says your boss. I mean, that's a big mental strain on a guy that's been chomping at the bit to be here. And don't act like nerves aren't there. His first battery face in his, in his start in Texas walked. His first battery face at Oriole Park and Camden Yards walked. I mean, these things are real, the mental struggles. And, and as a pitcher, there's nothing worse than that. I think he will get better as it goes on. But don't you dare act like he's not going to get another start or we're not sure about him right now. Like you cannot do that to your top overall pitching prospect. You cannot send him back down. I mean, it would completely deplete him, deflate him. The yips are real. I mean, especially at the age he's at right now, being 23 and being as young as he is. I mean, that's, that's tough on anybody, but like to be viewed as the future, we have a, we have a, Come on in. We have a knock on the door when it's closed type thing. Yep, big Ron. Get on out. We're recording a podcast. What's up, Ron? Ron, you want to say hi to the audience? Hello, audience. There we go. Ron's coming in. This is uh, live podcasting right now. What's up, man? All right, good. Yes, we have internet, folks. Internet. We got internet. That's the most important thing we got right now. So... (laughs) It's big Ron. We'll let him. Maybe we can get him on next week. Yeah, we'll get Ron on next week. (laughs) Recurring guest. Big Ron. But... No, it's you're absolutely right with that, Morgan. If if they send him back down, it's, I mean, at his age, what he means to this franchise. Like the O's have not had an ace in a long, long time, and like he's being looked at as the Home second coming. Ace. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, I liked his pitch count getting to ninety nine. Yeah, I know there were some struggles good. in that. He still had six strikeouts. He tried to get five complete and it didn't happen. But they're, you're going to have to at that point. And and I honestly, truly think it'll just get better when he has time to breathe. He's got the potential and he's only going to get better as the season goes on. Well, that's the hope because you hope. Yep. throw the guy into the fire. He's in the bigs now. He's in the show. Mm-hmm. Keep him there. Yep. Kind of like with Gunnar Henderson this year. You're not going to send him back down. You're yep. not going to put him no. back in AAA. And stop jerking him around the lineup yeah, too. Exactly. Like Keep he's him like, in the same spot in the lineup yeah. and defensively. Yep. I think They're, it's throwing them off a little bit. How could it not? Yep. It's already so brand new and, and so hard. You just have to get comfortable and acclimated. He's frustrated, like, too, big time. How you could, could tell. you not be? Like he's shaking his head Yeah. after his, you know. It's pressure. It was 0 for 4, and he's just, like, sitting there, like you could tell. So, the only thing I didn't like that the O's did, they didn't they didn't allow uh, fans to bring gas cans into uh, Camden Yards, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's a fire hazard. Oh, no, wait, we got it. Wait, know. you know what did sneak in, though? What's that? Was a home run hose. Homer hose. Homer hose. That's Homer right. Hose, I keep saying yeah. it wrong. It's a beer bong. You no. can call it whatever you want. They were calling it They were calling it another <laughs> type of bong. Yes, it was, yes. Uh, uh, the D word for home runs. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like another thing. Yep. Yes, we won't say it on podcast, even though I'm sure we could. We probably could. Uh, Kyle Gibson, Kyle Gibson just, just coming out blew of it out in postgame. It was great. Anyway. I like it. I like the celebration. I'm shocked it stayed. I really thought Major League Baseball was going to be like, oh, that's not a good thing to set. And I thought parents are going to be like, that's not a good thing. It's water. It's fun. And they say they're sanitizing it. I don't know how well they're sanitizing it, but you know. 
Yeah. It is what it is. It's just water, folks. It's fun. It's good times. Back to the gas can. If they're yeah. not going to allow, fi- which I completely understand. Yeah. I'm just kidding. They're not going to allow fans to bring gas cans into Camden Yards. I think they should have a Grayson Rodriguez gas can giveaway. Empty, like, gas yeah. container. Yeah. Give it away. I think yes. fans would absolutely love oh, it. That use it for totally your lawnmower. Use it for your car yes. if you break down on the yes. side of the road. Yes, like, yes, yes. That could that totally be a, be a giveaway and needs to be a giveaway. Yeah. Even a gas card night, like a, oh, you know, yeah. a 50-50 raffle and you win gas or something like yep. that. But um, the Homer hose, though. I want to know how a kid, a kid brought it, brought one in. He made one and yeah. brought it in. Yep. So, like, I can't, you can't bring a person. I think Mullins autographed it, but too, Yeah, for which is cool. Yeah. Good for them. But how did he get – that's allowed to come in? I mean, There's, I mean, I'm all for it, and I'm all for fans like actually using that the right way during the game. And yeah. I think it's going to happen. I think there's going to be some beers flowing. Honestly, though, like the O should jump on this and strike while the while the iron's hot. They sold and the chains for like forty bucks exactly. last year. Exactly, sell it in the clubhouse. The official Homer hose of the MLB. I don't know if you can get away with like the whole alcohol thing. Yeah, I know. But try and, like, it. Why not? And it'll it'll it's water. it'll be like a bad look if kids are like doing it like the game with their. You gotta the start them young, Rocco. Well, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Get it out of your system before college, and then you're like the normal kid oh, in college. Oh, man. Just We're kidding, kidding people. We're 21 kidding. and older. Relax. 21 and older. It's water. It's water. Yeah, it's water. But... I like it. I think it's fun. I'm shocked it lasted past the day. I thought it really would be shut down just from like a public look or MLB baseball. So I mean, it's not a good look. Mount Castle, they can't take it away now because he's hit three homers since his Dude's debut. on fire. On fire. Unbelievable. Yep. So. I really like him, and I like that he is – elevating his game even with these guys in the rebuild younger than him which aren't much younger than him but he's still like no this is me this is my team him Hayes Adley they just on all fire too yeah hot. Adley yeah. doing what we thought he would so, yeah but you know the Rays are undefeated when we record this and the O's are Six one game five. above yeah one yeah. game above 500 six and five Whole lot of season left, though. Uh, Thank you again for joining us on a brand new edition of The Flock on Fox 45, presented by Sports Unlimited. For Morgan, I'm Rocco. And Big Ron. And Big Ron. And Big Ron. We forgot about him knocking on the door. (laughs) Have a great week. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to The Flock on Fox 45 Podcast, presented by Sports Unlimited. Stay up to date on the latest Ravens coverage. Check the Sports Unlimited tab on foxbaltimore.com.